0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have rainfall and 43 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday. It is the 3rd of November, 2021. Rich Muller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we're expecting a cold rain, especially early. We've got an 80% chance of showers. Should clear out by about 1 o'clock this afternoon. The showers decreasing. We'll spend the day in the 40s, though, a high today of only 48, frost developing after midnight, but we'll see some clearing, low down to 34. Thursday, areas of frost early, then sunshine in the afternoon, a high of 56, some drying. Thursday night, clear and a low of 33, with frost early Friday morning, then sunny skies in the afternoon and a high of 57. Over the weekend, overnight lows in the 30s, afternoon highs in the 60s with sunny days and clear nights. Right now, 43 degrees with rainfall at the KVOM studios. And let's congratulate our employee of the day, Tabitha Lingle with the Conway County Circuit Clerk's Office. One obituary announcement this morning, Diane Johnson Robertson, age 67 of Cleveland, died on Monday, November 1st. She was a member of First Baptist Church of Moralton, taught at Lepanto Elementary and Morlton Middle School, and retired after 35 years of service. She is survived by her husband, David Robertson of Cleveland, siblings Barry Johnson of Texas, Mary Turpin of Morrillton, Tom Johnson of Jonesboro, and Brad Johnson of Heber Springs, along with several nieces and nephews. Private service for Diane Johnson Robertson will be held at a later date, Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.33. As we turn to news, Arkansas is prepared to roll out the COVID vaccine for children ages 5 through 11 as soon as the CDC gives final approval for that age group. The shots are under an emergency use authorization and only cover Pfizer, not Moderna or Johnson & Johnson. State Health Secretary Dr. Jose Romero said Tuesday, the system for delivering the vaccine for children is already in place. It's been designed in order to gain, give uh, parents access to the vaccine, initially through the local health units
1: and eventually through private practitioners, pharmacies and clinics that are uh, deliverers of vaccine. We're receiving large uh, uh, shipments of the vaccine in 300 uh, uh, vile aliquots. These uh, need to be broken down in the local health units and then distributed outward, um, and next week, uh, towards the end of this week, we'll receive smaller allotments of 100,
0: which can go directly to the clinics if they so desire. Dr. Romero also noted the vaccine has been shown to be safe, but it will be monitored into the future to determine if any modifications need to be made. The Arkansas Department of Health reported 641 new cases of the virus in the state on Tuesday along with 28 additional deaths. Locally, two new cases were reported in Conway County, where the number of active cases declined by one for the day to 27. Two new cases were also reported in Perry County, where the number of active cases increased from nine Monday to 10 on Tuesday. No new deaths were recorded in either county. There have still been 44 deaths in Conway County and 21 in Perry County since the pandemic began. Approaching 735, We have rainfall and 43 degrees at the KVOM studios. Not really going to get that much warmer. A high of 48 today. We've got some cold rain this morning, but some clearing this afternoon. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Always in touch. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, 736. We have rainfall and 43 degrees at the KVOM studios. A Conway County man has been arrested in connection to multiple thefts of trailers and other heavy equipment reported throughout the county over the past four months. Sheriff Mike Smith says 23-year-old Nicholas Limley was recently arrested on the theft of property charges. We've had,
1: I think it's been four trailers overall that's been stolen. Some of them would have uh, parts of equipment on them. There's, I think, uh, some welders that was involved in this, cutting torches and stuff. We've been able to recover, I believe, pretty much all of that equipment back and have gotten it back to the original folks that it originally belonged to. Like I say, it's going on, I guess, starting about July, late part of July. And, and uh, like I say, here recently, we did come across some, some good evidence to, to help us uh, locate and arrest this subject.
0: The sheriff says Limley remains in custody at the Conway County Detention Center on a $100,000 bond. When the Moralton High School football team takes on Clarksville Friday night in the season finale for both teams... The winning team will once again claim the Battle of the Beast trophy. The traveling trophy was introduced in 2019 and is sponsored by Moore & Company Realtors, which has an office in both cities. The Devil Dogs won the initial Battle of the Beast, and despite Clarksville winning last season's matchup, Moralton has had the trophy in its possession the last two years. The trophy was not part of last season's game due to COVID-19. In addition to the rivalry on the field, There's also a rivalry among each community's mayor and county judge. Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer and Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart say they look forward to having bragging rights over their counterparts in Clarksville and Johnson County.
1: Well, we want to invite Judge uh, Herman Houston and Mayor Reeder to come on down here and get them a good meal before we kick their butt and uh, hope Johnson County and Clarksville come down and enjoy some good Moralton hospitality. I believe that, that that trophy's still here in Marlton, so we're not planning on it leaving either.
0: Judge Hart and Mayor Lipsmeyer both say the matchup is good for all parties involved.
1: And it's all in fun. A lot of a lot of good rivalry, a lot of good fellowship, and uh, we, Mayor, can say this: we serve on board with both those gentlemen, and uh, uh, sometimes have pretty good, lively discussions in that too. So hopefully, it's going to be kind of we have a good relationship with the mayor and the judge up there,
2: all kidding aside.
0: In addition to awarding the trophy, Moore and Company will also donate $500 to the winning school's athletics department. The company also donated 100 t shirts that the Moralton Endzone Club can sell to raise money this week. The game is scheduled for 7 p.m. Friday at Devil Dog Stadium. The CEO of the Winthrop Rockefeller Institute on Petty Mountain has been recognized by Arkansas Business as one of the state's 250 most influential leaders of 2021. Marta Lloyd made the list as one of 22 leaders in the quality of life sector. Lloyd has been CEO of the Winthrop Rockefeller Institute since 2014. She and her staff have led several groups through complex issues, including incarceration, rural health, beyond civility workshops, and strategic planning for the Conway Chamber. Lloyd also serves on the board for Healthy Active Arkansas and is a member of Rotary Club 99 of Little Rock. 7.40. 7.40. Let's check our market report. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton.
3: On Wall Street, it was a fairly quiet day in the headlines, and the data calendar produced a slight gain for equities on Tuesday. After a strong rally through October, markets exhibited a wait-and-see approach ahead of this week's big events, the Fed meeting on Wednesday, and the October employment report coming out Friday. The real estate, healthcare, care, and consumer staple sectors were among the leaders today, while small caps lagged, reflecting a somewhat defensive tone. It was a similarly quiet day across other markets, with gold and oil prices down slightly and a 10-year Treasury yield holding steady near the mid-1.5 level. We suspect the action will pick up as we progress through the week, with markets anticipating details on the Fed's taper plans, along with a pickup in payroll growth. The Dow closed at 36,052, up 138 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,649, up 53 points. Volume was moderate as 867 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down $0.14 at $25.23. Bank of America was up $0.03 at $47.88. CenterPoint Energy was down $0.10 at $26.19. Deering Company was down $3.45 at $355.30. Energy Corporation was up $0.31 at $103.80. Under Armour was up two dollars sixty five cents at twenty-one dollars sixty eight cents. Simmons Bank was up four cents at thirty-one dollars sixteen cents. Regents Financial was down nineteen cents at twenty-three dollars ninety six cents. Southwestern Energy was up three cents at five dollars five cents. Tyson Foods was up seventy cents at eighty one dollars fifty three cents. Walmart was down seven cents at one hundred forty nine dollars seventy two cents. Live ramp was down. $1.70 $1.70 at $53.26. Interpublic Group was down $1.14 at $35.66. NextEra Energy was down 17 cents at $85.42. Natural gas was up 35 cents at $5.53. Precious metals were lower. Gold was down $7 at $1,788.80. Silver was down 50 cents at $23.57. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton.
0: On our community calendar, Partners for Progress Food Pantry in Perryville will be closed today and next Wednesday for repairs. The Plummerville Area Senior Citizens Monthly Luncheon for November will be a fish fry held today at noon at the Plummer Senior Center. Fish, chicken, and shrimp will be provided. Attendees are asked to bring only a dessert, and all area senior citizens are invited. Revival services at Perry Baptist Church continue at 7 o'clock tonight. Nemo Vista School District is having preschool parent-teacher conferences tomorrow. The Lanny Heritage Association is having a fundraising yard sale this Friday, 8 till 4, and then again on Saturday from 8 until 1 at the Lanny Community Building, Highway 287. All proceeds will go to the building fund to pay for utilities and upkeep. If you have items to donate to the sale, Call Jane McLaren at 501-208-7893. Well, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's News Watch on the KVOM podcast channel. And you can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 7.44 with rain and 43 degrees at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler's along next with your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. K viewers, news, watch, real sports. I'm Eric
1: Tyler. Sacred Hearts senior girls basketball team got 21 points and 11 rebounds from freshman Ada Holzman and 10 points from sophomore Myissa Abara in a 56 to 9 victory over Lisa Academy North on Tuesday night in Morrillton. That would improves Lady Knights' record to 3 and 0 on the season. Sacred Hearts senior boys fell to 0 and 3 with a 64 44 loss. The Jaguars, despite getting 23 points from junior Avery and 13 from junior Jack Poole. In the junior boys' game, Segar Hart got 26 points from Rowdy Warren in a 50-45 to victory. Segar Hart will play junior high games against Mount Vernon Enola on Thursday. Senior Caleb Squire scored 29 points, lead Wonderview's senior boys' basketball team to a 78-59 non-conference win over Maumil Carter last night in Wonderview Junior Sam Reynolds followed with 23 points, and Junior Tyler Gotsmutter chipped in 11 as the Daredevils grew their record to 5-0 on the season. Wonderview's senior girls are also 5-0 after a 68-22 victory over the Lady Falcons. Sophomore Layla Terry led a balanced scoring attack for the Lady Daredevils with 14 points, while Junior Abby Baker and Sophomore Anna Ford each scored 10. Bob Mel Charter won the Junior Boys game 57-47 despite Wonderview getting 28 points from Lawson Cooksey. Ethan Kelly scored 11 for the junior Daredevils. Wonderview is back in action Friday night against Western Grove. Nemo Vista's senior girls are now 6-0 on the season. After picking up a win over Rosebud last night in Center Ridge, senior boys dropped their record to 2-4 with a loss to the Ramblers. Rosebud also won both junior high games on Tuesday. Nemo Vista's senior high teams are back in action next Tuesday at St. Joseph and Conway. 748 now as we take a look at weather on this Wednesday morning. And currently in Moralton, humidity is at 93%. We've got northeast winds at 9 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 30.37. Low temperature this morning, 40 degrees. High yesterday was 50. A year ago today, the low is 33 with the high of 78. And we've had 0. 0.37 inches of rain over the last 24 hours here at the KVM studios and our are total for the year now to 41.52 inches. Sunset this evening is 6.15, sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.35. And we do have a 60% chance of rain continuing this morning and early afternoons, mainly before 1 p.m., otherwise cloudy, high near 48 degrees this afternoon, so staying pretty cool today. And then we'll have some cold overnight uh, conditions over the next few nights, partly cloudy tonight. Maybe some frost, low around 34 degrees expected. And then sunny tomorrow, a high near 56, where we've dropped around 33 for the low Thursday night. Mid-50s again Friday, then back in the 60s, low to mid-60s for Saturday and Sunday. Right now we do have some rain in the area, 43 degrees in Marlton,
0: 749 now in KVOM. And Newswire continues in just a moment. Always in touch. Jean Member FDIC an equal housing lender. Seven fifty two now on KVOM, and we are joined
1: to close up this morning by Mary Clark with the University of Arkansas Community College at Morrilton. Good morning to you. Good morning. All right, it is good to have you in on Thank this you. Wednesday catching up with you, and obviously a lot going on at the uh, at the college there, and uh, I guess. Uh, Registration
2: period for spring underway? Yes, it is. We are uh, currently advising and registering our current students that will be returning for spring 2022. Um, We've actually registered about almost 950 students so far, Um, so they're getting a head start on that. We are also doing advising for new students and uh, students who will be returning. Um, Our advising uh, is by appointment only right now, Um, and our new students can start registering. Um, on November 8th which is just coming right up on, on Monday um, and we'll continue registration through the end of the year um, and then our classes begin January 12th but there's some deadlines coming up um, we do have a the um, the it's a priority deadline for for students to complete uh, the federal application for uh, for for Pell Grants and other forms of financial aid um, and the priority deadline is November 12th and what that means is that I mean they could still apply but um, in to order to ensure that they will have the results back in order to charge everything up front or the tuition and fees um, if they'll get that taken care of they won't be out any money up front so um, but you know we um We have a lot going on um, uh, in both our credit programs and our non credit programs. I did want to mention um, that our non credit, our workforce training, uh, department will be having a heavy equipment operator uh, training uh, coming back in the spring um, and we'll be announcing that. it's probably by the end of the week about the specific times that, that starts um, but that's something that is uh, really a high in-demand occupation right now so Jessica Rollman is, is setting that up it's a two-week 80-hour training um, and then um, we all have all sorts of workforce classes coming up in the spring as well but people can get the all that information on our website uaccm.edu and i just encourage everybody to uh, you know to if they've been thinking about going back to college for a while uh, this is a great time to do it you know we're um, there's a song lyric that says we're on the home stretch of a hard time and (laughs) you know i think hopefully 2022 is is going to be uh, really a great year and um, it's you know, one of the constants thats uh, that's been throughout this whole pandemic is the value of higher education sure. and how it can improve people's lives. So we encourage people to get started now and, and do what they've always wanted to do or whether they're a young uh, high school student, concurrent student, uh, somebody coming right out of high school, or someone who's been in the workforce for a while and just wants to change uh, or to upgrade skills.
1: Sure. We yep. have a lot of opportunities at mm-hmm. UACCM. And how has... How's the college uh, handled uh, everything with COVID this this semester?
2: It's been, it's gone really well, uh, very smoothly. Um, We have uh, still, we have our mask mandate still in place. Uh, uh, That's uh, a guideline by the University of Arkansas Board of Trustees. Um, people have heard, adhered to the guideline, and we've had very few cases. I mean, it's we've, it's been very manageable. Um, of course, we still practice all of the safety precautions. A lot of hand sanitizer and wipes mm-hmm. <laughs> around all the campus, and um, but I think people are very mindful of it, and they're also very courteous. I've I've seen I haven't seen any bad behavior or anything. It's uh, and but we've we've uh, gone through it very well, and uh, hopefully, um, you know. Uh, even with January, the classes starting in January right now, um, the, that mask mandate will be still in effect. But that could ha- that could change between now and and January, depending on the numbers. So, sure. um, but I'm really proud of our faculty, staff, and our students.
1: Good and uh, what else going on at the college that well um, we,
2: kind of exciting new um you know we like the new toys the, the students like the new toys and we have a new in our construction technology uh, program we have some new simula- simulation equipment that it's Um, some heavy equipment uh, that it's a cat simulator Mm -hmm. Um, and it was uh, awarded to us by the Office of Skills Development and then a donation from the Arkansas Contractor Licensing Board Mm -hmm. Um, so it allows students to to use that it mimics um, the movement that students would be if they were uh, would have if they were in the uh, the c- the cab of a of a piece of heavy equipment. There's interchangeable controls. Um, there's a huge screen where they can see what they're doing, and then um, it's actually it evaluates their performance on how they uh, how they uh, go through those uh, processes. And uh, so they're really loving that. But um, that's one of our newest programs, and it's a really impressive piece of equipment. That yes. uh, so everybody's really excited about that. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. That's great. All right. Anything
3: else? Um, Just, you know,
2: um, we were very excited. Um, Of course, I saw you Monday night. We were very excited to be able to host the the Chamber of Commerce banquet um, on our campus. And um, really great to have all the community members, businesses, and individuals Mm -hmm. out on our campus and um, kind of create a sense of community um, and and unity that night, that evening. And hopefully that's the beginning of really uh, more things like that to come where, um, you know, with UACCM is sort of the hub of the community. So sure. yep. really enjoyed having everybody out and seeing all the, the great achievements uh, by all the award winners, especially the young people. Uh, you yep. know, they were pretty inspiring, all the, the uh, youth citizens from each of the area schools.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yep. A good time, Monday mm-hmm. night, certainly. Yes. All right. Well, Mary Clark with UACCM, we thank you for joining us this morning.
2: Thank you so much.
0: You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.